listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their field, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter is your forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. Good morning out there. I hope you're going jolly. I'm your host, Winifred Adams, and today I have a very special guest. We have Mr. Joel Block here today. Welcome, Joel. Hey, Winifred. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to have you here, and we are deviating from our normal healing health and other topics of quantum physics. <laughs> Today, we're going to jump into the <laughs> quantum physics of money. <laughs> and Joel is an expert. He's also a uh, NSA member. He's a professional speaker, and he is a hedge fund manager, but he's also an expert in his field about demystifying money. And we're going to jump into that today and find out how Joel takes people through proven methods to help you in success with your business and also understanding the cosmic force of money, which we're going to learn about. (laughs) So, Joel, tell us a little bit about your book, which is Stop Hustling Gigs and Start Building a Business. What What is this about when it comes to money? I've been in the uh, you know the hedge fund, the venture capital businesses for a long time, and and so I uh, I've seen a lot of stuff happen in my career, as you can imagine, like like you've seen a lot of stuff in your career, and and I started kind of noting down what some of the best ideas were that successful business people were doing, people that were raising money, people that were starting companies, venture people, entrepreneur people, all kinds of people, and 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 over time, you know, we would talk about these things at the dinner table with the family. And I thought, you know, I, I really should write this stuff down for my kids. And I started writing this stuff down. And, and I thought, well, gee, maybe I should share that with other people. And so really, uh, this book that I kind of wrote for my kids is, is something that I made for everybody. When you say stop hustling gigs, that's stop running after what you think you can do and setting down to do something that's a proven method. What, what does that mean for you? Well, it, it not only means doing that, but, you know, a lot of people, they jump from deal to deal to deal. So they might go from client to client. They, they might uh, go from project to project. Uh, speakers go from, uh, you know, gig to gig. Entertainers go from gig to gig. But there are ways to kind of create consistency in your revenue streams so that uh, you don't just have one kind of revenue stream or you don't just have one source of money. Uh, and that's what the most successful people do is they have uh, multiple streams of revenue. They have money coming in from different places. Now, that doesn't mean uh, that you own a lawnmower shop and you own a fish shop and you, know, you own a supermarket. It doesn't mean you do many different things. It means that you find whatever your one thing is and you monetize it or, or you repurpose it, you reposition it in different ways. And so you, you take the core idea and you may package it up in different ways for different audiences or different groups of people. And when you do your seminar work, what is it that you're focusing on mostly? Because I know you do uh, hedge fund work and you bring other people together in groupings for, um, you know, cooperative yeah. investments. Well, so let me first, first, let me tell you what a, uh, what a, what a fund is or, you know, kind of what business I'm in. Uh, when you see an apartment building, uh, you know, or, or some large property, uh, most of the time it's too much money for a single person to buy. 
And so the way that it works is that many people get together. Uh, there's a person who's the quarterback. That's my job is to be the quarterback. Uh, it's called the promoter or the sponsor. And, and I go out and I get a bunch of people to say, listen, here's a building. Do you want to own a little piece of it? And I basically slice the building into shares of stock and say, uh, each share is $25,000 or 50000 How many shares do you want? And then people will say, uh, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a doctor and I've got extra money or I have a pension or my IRA account and I want to put that money that I'm saving, I want to put it in real estate instead of having it sit at the bank. And so they buy the shares that they want and then I run the deal and then pass out the money and, uh, you know, during the middle, you know, the, the cash distributions and then give the money back at the end. We're done. And that's, that's what my business is. So, uh, you know, I've been around money and in the money business for a long time. And my seminar company teaches people who are in real estate how to set up these funds and how to set up group investments because it's, it's a special, it's a specialty business uh, that a lot of people who get to the kind of the top of their game, the only place that they can go to do better is by starting to control the money. So they understand how to control the real estate, but now they want to learn how to control the money. Now, how did you get to this point? How did you begin with, you know, making your way up well, through this and saying, I love this or I want to do that? Yeah, no, that's 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 a cool question. Uh, I started at Pricewaterhouse as a youngster. I'm a CPA. And so my job was uh, to do tax work. I was hired to do tax returns. And so I got put on this account uh, with an army of other guys. And our job was to convert the books and records of 500 partnerships into tax returns. And, you know, I was doing oil and gas. I was, I was doing uh, solar energy. You ever drive to Palm Springs and they have those like windmills out there in Temecula way out there, you know? Oh, yeah. I was doing, yeah. The, ta- I was doing the tax returns on those windmills way back then. <laughs> and, and so, you know, there was that. So I got put on this job where I was doing the tax work for these 500 real estate partnerships. And I hated the tax work, but I love reading the partnership agreements. And I thought, you know what? This is the business I want to be in. I want to be a deal maker. And I quit you, the firm and, and I just, uh, you know, found another young guy and we just took the plunge and we tied up a little building, uh, you know, real little. And, and then we knocked on the doors of a bunch of guys and we said, Hey, listen, want to put a little money in our, in our deal. We got 22 guys to put in, I think 7,500 bucks a piece or something for our first little deal. And, and we were off to the races. That's fantastic. That's really fun. It's it's finding your passion in what you do and realizing oh, although know, I, just, I loved it. Just loved it. it. I I really am a firm believer that every person who wants to go into business should take some kind of CPA or accounting course first. I think it's a tremendous foundation and you having that you understand money. You understand kind of yeah, just yeah. the synergy of money and on this show we talk a lot about extreme healing people that are dying and what it takes to overcome that, what's in the, underneath that. I think money's the same kind of energy flow, just that people don't understand that. And there's a currency like energy to money. How would you see that yourself from your perspective? Well, I, 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 I totally agree. I mean, I, I don't uh, understand the health side, but I'll tell you what. In money, I call it, uh, it's called character. Money has different characters characteristics. So for example, let me give you an example that you'll understand right away. And I think all your listeners will relate to this. If, uh, if I take a hundred dollar bill out of my pocket, and I go to the bank and I put it in the bank and then I look at the bank statement. What is the bank statement going to say? I have going to say a hundred, right? Right. Okay. 
Now, yes. if you give me a $100 bill and I go to the bank and I put it in the bank, what is the bank going to say? It's going to say 100 still, right? Right? Well, yeah. It'll yeah, say right. 100. Uh, yeah. But here's the thing. In, in the one case, the 100 is mine. In the other case, the 100 is not mine, and it still says 100. So mm-hmm. the thing about money is it's very confusing because things can appear in a way that they are not. So it may look like I have 100, but I don't. And that's why I tell my kids, uh, believe half of what you see and none of what you hear because, you know, people, you know, people take pictures of themselves in front of fancy cars and they're all trying to look all fancy and like big shots and everything. Uh, you know, you can go to a car dealership and take a picture of yourself in front of a fancy car, post it on Facebook. It may not be your car. <laughs> that's a good analogy. And, and you can still <laughs> put that picture there. So, right. So, you know, you right. can drive up to somebody else's house, jump out, take a picture, and post it on Facebook like it's your house. So you have to be very careful. And, and so one of the things you have to understand about money is that things are not always the way they appear. Uh, because of that example I just gave you, that you know it could be your money in my bank account, and it looks like I've got a lot, but I don't have anything because it's yours. That's so a great, great explanation. Has, you have to understand the characteristics of money. And what do you, what are the three characteristics of money that you absolutely hinge on? Well, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know that there are three characters like that. But you know, for example, there's there's different kinds of money in the money business. There are actually hundreds of different kinds of money. Uh, you know, and and they're 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 really related to risk how much risk, like when you invest in something, how much risk does that investment have? And so they're graded, they're called tranches. And so when you, uh, when you put a company together or you put something together, you layer the money in tranches uh, based on the amount of risk. So for example, uh, when you buy a house and you borrow money and you get a first loan on your house, that's a pretty low risk. So a first mortgage loan is a pretty low risk because if you don't pay, they're going to take your house away, sell it, and, and then they're going to recoup their money. That's the way it works. Uh, a credit card, on the other hand, other hand, is a very high risk. And so the mortgage may have an interest rate of 3 or 4%, but the credit card might have an interest rate of 20, 21, 22, or more percent because it's a very high-risk instrument and because it's unsecured. So in other words, if something goes wrong, uh, they don't really have any way to come back at you. I mean, they can damage your credit, they can go to court, but it's, it's a pretty big deal. And, and the likelihood of them recovering is pretty low. So they charge a lot of interest to make up for it, you know, because they're taking a lot of risk. So that's when you talk about the characteristics of money, it's really uh, the risk profile of, of money. And so now let's take that back to the listeners, which, which is just let's talk about something that's kind of understandable, and that is, you know, how do you reduce the risk in your, in your own business? Well, part of the way you do that is by having more than one revenue stream that, you know, that people can uh, connect into, you know, so you don't just take one gig. You might have a gig and in the back of the room, you might sell uh, CDs or tapes or uh, tickets to a concert or, you know, whatever your thing is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so you're not reliant upon one thing wholly and solely. And if that risk doesn't work out, you're, you're left high and dry. Exactly. And so it's, and it's exactly. So by, by spreading out, by diversifying or spreading out your risk, that's one of the ways that you can reduce your risk. Yes. Very good. Now I just want to say to everybody that Joel is 
a professional speaker, and he is a CSP part of the NSA National Speakers Association, and he is he has been the president of the local chapter here in LA, and he has a tremendous track record for speaking about money and about his book and about his seminars and the kinds of business that he puts together that he's talking about here. So if people want to find you, Joel, what is the best way that they can reach you right now? Probably the best thing to do is go to joelblock.com. That's probably the the fastest way Uh, they can learn about my book. They can learn about me. They can learn about some of the things I speak about uh, all in one place. Great. And when we come back, we're going to speak with Joel more about his business and the things that are in his uh, wheelhouse of demystifying money. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back with Joel Block, and you can go to joelblock.com, and you can learn more about him right there. We are listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and we'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter Consciousness Columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to makinglifebrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free Rome sanctuary. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. 
That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. And I hope you guys got out to see um, Bob Eubanks' show in Thousand Oaks the other week. He had a tremendous interview here on Making Life Brighter Radio the other week. And we've just had a whole run on the Beatles from all the way since, gosh, I think it was February. And we have had all these guests that have either been with the Beatles, managed the Beatles, had something to do with the Beatles, and Bob was the culmination of that with this fantastic show in Thousand Oaks. And he had some memorabilia there that was amazing of his first show at the Hollywood Bowl with the Beatles. So if you didn't hear that show, go back to makinglifebrighter.com and you can check out all the archives on the player there. And we've just had some some really great guests this spring, and I'm, I have more upcoming for you. Next week, we have another great speaker, and we are going to be delving into some more of the speaking world. And I am pleased and uh, very, very honored to have Joel Block here with us today, because Joel is not only um, an expert in his field of financing, but he is an uh, NSA member, and he is on the board of the National Speakers Association. He's the um, the leader, I guess you could say, of our local group for the last year here. And he's a dynamic speaker. He's got a great sense of humor when he talks. And so if you need a uh, keynote speaker, consider Joel. And you can go to joelblock.com to figure out all the ways in which you can contact him and see his material. Joel is at Bullseye Capital also. So you can look that up that way too. Now, Joel... We were talking about your yep. book, and we were talking about, you know, why we would stop hustling gigs and starting a business. And you were discussing how when you spoke to your children and the things that you were teaching them and how this sort of inspired you to write this book, what are three takeaways from your book that people could really use to begin a process of their next step? Well, you know, listen, um, <laughs> Uh, you know, we were talking earlier about energy and, and about maybe law of attraction and, you know, and, you know, you, you might not think so, but those things have a lot to do with money. And, and so one of the big takeaways, yeah, you know, from this book, there's, you know, a lot of the, the selling secrets, a lot of the things that I do when I sell and, and raise money and the things that I do are, are documented in this book. And, and so there's something, there's a couple little tips I'd like to share uh, these are some of my favorites. Um, when you're selling, let's say you're selling uh, consulting services or you're selling some kind of services, any, any kind of personal services, you know, when you talk to somebody, one of, one of my favorite things is to say, be exact. Uh, and what that means is, uh, and, and basically this book is 101 tips, uh, just ideas that I have that have come to me over time or I've found in other places. And so be exact. When somebody says to you, I have a problem, do you think you can help me solve this problem? A lot of times what people will say is, well, I think I can. I think I have a couple of ideas. I think, I think, I think, I think, you know, when I hear somebody say, I think, I immediately know they're making the stuff up as they go along. I just know that, you know, mm-hmm. instead what people want to hear when you talk to them is I know exactly what to do. I've been down this road a hundred times. I've seen this problem a hundred times. I know exactly what we're going to do. Here we do one step, one, two, three, four, and five, and let's do those things, and your problem is going to go away because, you know, that's it. So step one, you know, really is be exact. You want to attract more money. You want money moving in your direction. Start doing things like 
being exact, telling people that you know what you're doing, make yourself uh, be an expert and, and like that. You know, one of the things that people need to understand about businesses, businesses are machines and they're machines that generate money. And so the machine is spinning and at the end of the day, money pops out of the end of the machine. And some people have a hard time generating money. They just have a hard time making money. And usually it's because they don't understand that money is nothing more, you know, it, businesses are nothing more than machines. They're, that's it. They just, the wheel cranks. Uh, one person is doing accounting, another person doing selling, another person is doing delivery. And they're all doing their things in a certain rhythm. And at the end of the day, I'll pop some money out of the machine. And so as we're all building businesses and whatever the things are that we do, uh, we have to think about the thing that we have to do the same things over and over and over again to make the money pop out. And so uh, part of it is, you know, you want to make sure that people uh, know that you're an expert in your field, that you're an authority. Uh, you know, you might, uh, you might start incorporating the magic word in your negotiations. And uh, for anybody who isn't uh, terribly familiar, the magic word is no. Negotiation. When you say no, you get a lot of power. So you know there there are just some very small things that uh, that you can do, and and as you start doing those things, uh, you're going to notice that your machine is going to start being a lot more productive and efficient. I love that. I love that. You know, um, it's interesting you say that because when I'm talking to people about extreme healing, and I've got somebody that's dying, and they've come to me for help. The idea is not only, yes, do I know step A, B, and C that have to be done, but they have to be done right now, and I'm sure of it. There's no question in my mind what has to happen. But more than that, I say to them, we are exacting an outcome, and that's exactly what we're going for. If we don't exact that outcome, we might not live. So exacting an outcome is pinpointing, and and I think of it as lasering energy in one direction. What do you think about that in terms of money? Well, well, here's the thing. Money follows expertise. So the more of an expert you are, the more money is going to follow you. And so what I hear is that you're saying, you know, I mean, there's a couple things that you just said in that whole thing, but what I hear is you are an expert in your area and that makes you very valuable because to a person who needs what it is that you do, you are very valuable because you're an expert, you're an authority, you're somebody who has great background and, and money represents the accumulation of all the skills and all the knowledge you've accumulated over a long period of time. So number one, I hear that, you know, which is excellent that you're an expert. Uh, number two, in terms of exact things, I mean, that's exactly what it is, is that we're going to pull out exactly what we want. And that precision is very important. And the more precise you can be, uh, the more focused the machine can be, uh, the better job it's going to do. And by the way, uh, the more clear you are about exactly what you're going to accomplish, the more successful you'll be in identifying your customers. One of the things uh, that is a big problem for many groups, I was on a show yesterday and the guy asked me, you know, what's the single biggest mistake? Because people call me all the time asking for capital. I mean, I, I get at least one or two calls every single day um, from people asking me for capital. And, you know, I can tell in 30 seconds if I want to keep the conversation going or not because I've been doing this for a long time. It's, I sort of live in the shark tank, you know, like you see on TV. <laughs> and and yeah. so one of the things that uh, the guy said, well, how do you know? I said, I can tell the person is clear. 
They're crystal clear. And the more clear you are about what you're doing, uh, you know, now clarity is not usually a word that we would use in the money business. It'd be maybe more of a word that's in the healing business like yours, you know, but clarity uh, is really, really important because the more clear you are, uh, the more likely you understand your prospective customers, they understand your business. You're not going to wander into some other areas. You're not going to get mixed up. You're not going to get confused. You're going to, fo- you know, you're going to get focused and you're going to go along on a path to be successful. And so when I hear that people are crystal clear about what it is that they want to do, uh, I may or may not like the idea that they come up with, but I always respect that they're clear. And because when they're clear, uh, those are people that tend to be successful. So I love you know, that. I would, uh, I, yeah. I would hope that uh, people have great clarity. And it sounds like just from listening, you help your your clients to get great clarity about their circumstances. Absolutely. And our job, I say our job, my job technically with all the other helpers and the years of expertise that I've had in it is I've done my 10,000 hours and not only am I clear, I've had the experience of it. So that makes me more clear. The more experience that I have. That's why you're clear. Yeah. The more, the more I, I can take Away now. Before break, we're gonna we're gonna quickly go to break. But I have one thing I want to ask you before we do that. We have two minutes before break. What do you feel about visualizing? Do you visualize in the business world toward your goal, your dream? Is that important to you? Listen, I think that all falls in the category of clarity. You know, is the more clear you are, uh, you know, and and in business, you know, there's uh, the way I look at things. There's cause, vision, and mission. A cause is kind of, you know, is, is the, is the purpose of the business. It's, you know, and and it's generally a soft purpose. It's like, we're going to, we're going to make life better for people. We're going to, you know, we're going to make a transportation easier. We're going to make transportation faster. That's the cause. The mission is how we're going to do it. And then the vision is where we're going as a company, how we're going to accomplish this. And you can't have that clarity, uh, you know, of purpose and of, of cause and all your things and you can't get any vision if you don't have the clarity. So I think vision, in fact, organizations that don't have vision, that might be the single biggest reason that they're not successful is they don't have a vision because vision unifies people. And when you get a bunch of people unified around a vision and they all start marching in the same direction, uh, you know, that crowd is an unstoppable force. And and you really, you know, the best leaders learn how to harness uh the crowd and they learn to harness followers. And, and that's, you know, I mean, listen, the, the people that I teach how to set up deals and syndicate, I mean, these people, uh, they understand what they're doing. They understand why they're doing it. I get them very, very clear. I mean, I force them to be clear. I won't let them move forward to the next step until I know they're clear. And for those reasons, uh, you know, we're all marching along together and they've been just, uh, you know, the most wonderful uh, group of people you know, to work with because they, they really, uh, they understand where they're going and they're, they're going there. And they're all inspired simultaneously. So that's kind of fun. Well, they, because yeah. it's a, I mean, a group they're, they're, vision. They're, they're all, they're kind of marching at their own pace, but they all know where they're going and they're all going in the same direction. I love it. I love it. So stop hustling gigs and start building a business by Joel G. Block, CPA. And you can find that book on the on this website, but also is it available elsewhere? Where can people get it elsewhere? Amazon. Amazon.com. So you can go to Amazon.com, you can go to bullseyecap.com, you can go to joelblock.com, 
And you can find Joel on uh, Twitter, and uh, you can find him all over social media and some of his seminars also. So you'll want to see those. You'll want to check that out. But we're going to be back with more because we have more money and energy to discuss yet. So you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and we have special guest Joel Block, financial expert, and we'll be right back. Thank you for listening. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning, based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter Consciousness Columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to makinglifebrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free Rome sanctuary. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. And we are with special guest Joel Block today, and he is financial expert. He's also the author of Stop Hustling Gigs and Start Building a Business, which you can find on Amazon.com, and you can get it on. Uh, you can check it out on his website, which is bullseyecap.com and joelblock.com. So you need to go check out Joel and look him up if you're interested in having an amazing keynote speaker. 
Joel is a national board member of the National Speakers Association. He's also been a past president of the local chapter, and he is a member of the National Speakers Association. And that's no small thing. He's been out there. He's been among the best of the best, and he is one of the best of the best, which is why he's here today. He's an expert in his field about finances. And we were discussing in the last segment about being clear and being exact. Now, Joel, thank you for being here, by the way. Really, it's it's an honor <laughs> sure. because sure. It, it makes what we're doing kind of come into a world understanding. It's not all about health and healing in the world. It's about the musicians that come and speak on the show and their inspirations and their hardships and the things that they got through. It's about the authors and the people that, like you, have a different perspective to the whole. And that is critical. Money makes our world go around. And as we were talking about in the break, I like to use the word currency now because that seems to be sort of speaking to the energy of money. But given what you see in the world today, what do you think about these new tariffs that have been put on different countries in our trade? How does that affect us? What do you see coming? Well, um, you know, I, I do a lot of financial commentary and a lot of economic commentary, and so I want to be very careful to separate, uh, you know, economic commentary from political commentary because, uh, you know, we, we live in a very politically hostile environment, and, uh, you know, people stop being friends if, if somebody voted for the wrong party. or it just, It's kind of gotten out of control. It really, uh, you know, we, we really need to get back to a place where we respect each other, and if you want to do some healing, uh, let's do healing on that. Let, let's let's get Amen. people to get along. Yeah. Uh, we can have different opinions. We can think different things, but we can all get along and be friends. So, um, listen, I, I think in general that the United States, uh, for the last 50 years, has really let its guard down. And it really has uh, allowed other countries to step in front of it and take advantage of it. And, and they have built things on our back, on the back of our citizens, on the back of our, of our efforts and our labor. And, and I think that this president is doing uh, many of the right things. I can't say everything right. And, and I will say, uh, I wish he was a gentleman, which he's not. I, I wish that the things that, that are distasteful about our president are personal things. I think as a president, I think that he really is doing many of the right things. Uh, you know, and, and, and so that that's one thing. But I think that a lot of these tariffs, believe it or not, are really going to work out well for us. Can um, you explain why? You know, the Europeans are very mad. At, pardon me? Yeah. Can you explain why that would be? Why Why yeah, are they know, going no, to work I, out? I, I will. I'll give you some specific examples. Um, you know, the Chinese manipulate their currency. It's well known they manipulate their currency. And for those reasons, uh, you know, we have to, uh, you know, defend ourselves. You see, in the United States, we have companies that control things. But in China, they have the whole co- the country, the government controls many of those industries. And when they control the whole industry, that's a lot different than having several companies that control little bits of it. So when they, uh, when they come to the United States, they can, uh, they can dump their steel and they can say, okay, listen, normally it's 50 cents a pound, but we're going to sell it uh, for 30 cents a pound, wreck the price, wreck the market, put all our other companies out of, out of, uh, out of business. And, and then, then, they, then they own the market because everybody else got out of business. And they can do that for years because it's the government of China, not just a company. Companies will run out of money. So the government, which the government never does. So uh, what happens is the president puts on these tariffs to level the playing field. And who are the first people to get mad? The Europeans. Now, why are the Europeans mad? What do they care? 
if we tariff the uh, the Chinese. Why? Because now, guess where China's going to start dumping their steel? In mm-hmm. Europe. And mm-hmm. so that's what they're mad about. They're mad because all of a sudden, uh, you know, China's going to start doing to them what they've been doing to us, and we now are starting to protect ourselves, and they're starting to feel like they're uh, left out in the cold. And, and so that's a good example of something that will come out of it. Now, uh, every single industry is going to come up with something. There's a woman in Seattle I'm friendly with that always says, well, the farmers are injured by this. You know, and they, I'm sure they are. I'm sure that there are certain uh, groups that are short-term affected by this. But in the long run, as a society, we're going to be better off. Uh, and, and even though uh, there's a lot of hysteria put out by the media about how terrible all this stuff is, most of it's not true. And for the most part, I think we're going in the right direction. Do you feel that the economy is going to get stronger and stronger? The economy is, uh, I think, is, is as best as it's been uh, in an awful long time, an awful long time. The, uh, one of the best measures of the economy is called the GDP or the gross domestic product. That's the value of all the goods and services produced by the entire United States. And, and it's growing at a very fast pace, which is, uh, which is fantastic. It means that we're being productive as, as citizens, uh, as workers. Uh, we're producing a lot of value uh, in our country. And, and that's really one of the great measures. So it's, it's those numbers are up. And, you know, and, and that's a really good measure of how we're doing. Let me tell you another thing. The stock market is strong. And here's, uh, you know, people say, well, it's going to be crashing in a minute now. It's going to blow up. I don't think so. And, you know, listen, nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Nobody knows what's going to happen in a month. But I think the fundamentals of the economy are strong, and here's why. It's because the nature of American business has changed in the last 10 or 15 years. Uh, number one, uh, after 2007 and eight, uh, a lot of companies, they got rid of a lot of their deadwood. They got rid of a lot of people in companies that weren't productive. They leaned back their, uh, their workforces, so they got really skinny, and they, they started reducing their costs. So number one, they're operating better and, and more efficiently. Number two, the business models that uh, companies use are changing and they're better business models and Wall Street likes them more. And the subscription model is basically a recurring revenue or subscription model. You know, 10 years ago, you know, Winifred, I don't know about you, but I didn't have any recurring charges, zero recurring charges on my credit card 10 years ago. I don't know about you, um, but... You know, now we've got Netflix, Hulu. Uh, I've got about 20 of them, and they're all 10 or $20 each. It may right. be more than 20 of them. Right. I, you know, I, I just, they're one after the next. All these companies mm-hmm. are hitting my credit card month after month, and they've kind of creeped on. Do you have any of those? You know, I found it to be a, a heavy load in all the things I do for business now. I'm going through where I never had to before and said, now, wait a minute. In order to have a website, I have to have this. In order to have that, I have to have this. And I can't do it singularly. It's it's going to be almost, and when I tally up each month, a good fourth of that is what it takes just to have those things in place so I can keep going. Right. And, and, and here's the thing is that you can't buy the website kit. You have to rent the website kit at ten, twenty, thirty, or fifty dollars a month. And right. Every single thing is done that way, and the and the reason that they're doing it that way, by the way, in fact, you can't even buy Microsoft software anymore. It's not even for sale. Right. Uh, like if you want to buy Office, <laughs> you buy it by the month, yeah. right, or by the year, however they sell it. 
And the reason is, that's what Wall Street likes. Wall Street prefers recurring revenue because it's mm-hmm. more predictable. And, and they give these companies a higher multiple, which causes stock prices to go higher. And that's the reason why uh, the market is strong. It's because we can have a higher stock market with bigger numbers because the underlying fundamentals have changed. If everything was the same and the numbers were high, then yeah, it would be dangerous. But everything isn't the same. And so when people say, oh, the number's high, it's got to crash, you have to take a step back and say, well, is there a reason it's higher? Well, yeah, there is a reason. And the reason is companies are more profitable, uh, business models are better, the tax situation is better, the economy and the environment is better, so there are a lot of things that are really pushing in the direction of uh, of an upward kick. Now, you're going to have a lot of the um, liberal sector say, no, no, the environment's not better and these things aren't better. Maybe we're stepping backwards in some ways, but I still believe we're going forward to a better outcome on account of more technology, yeah. such as solar, yeah. free energy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, as we go. Let me tell you, one of, one of the things that uh, you always have to ask the question, what's the hidden agenda? And when, when, when people say the economy's terrible, or when they say this is terrible or that's terrible, what's the hidden agenda? Um, if, if the president solved world hunger, people would uh, be angry that the flavor of the food was wrong, you know, that, that, they, that they solved it with. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, people will complain. We just live in a world where people complain. Yeah. Um, Listen, there, there are things I don't like, but you know what? Uh, this is the president we have, and, and let's, let's get behind him. You know, I'm a big Dodger fan, as, as maybe you know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't boycott the Dodgers when I don't like the manager. Or if they got a mm-hmm. certain player I, I didn't like, I wouldn't boycott the team. This is our country, and we all need to get together. We need to make the best life we can for each of our families, uh, you know, for the period of time. Instead of whining and moaning and complaining, uh, you know, let's just let's let's get along and let's work together and let's just put all that crap aside and and and, and do the best we can and have the best life we can. This is listen. The economy is good. Housing is good. Jobs are good. Uh, you know, let's let's uh, be thankful for that and and get along together. You know. Well, on that note, we're going to take a break and we're going to come right back with more Joel Block right here. You can find out more about Joel on his website at joelblock.com and bullseyecap.com. And you can go to Amazon and get his book at Stop Hustling Gigs and Start Building a Business. He has so much wisdom to share with us about money, about finances, and I'm going to throw in there that word currency. (laughs) We'll be right back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio in 160 countries worldwide. Thank you. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers 
for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter consciousness columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to makinglifebrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free Rome sanctuary. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions, comments, or would like to make an appointment with Medical Intuitive, Winifred Adams, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Making Life Brighter, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. Now back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. We're speaking with Joel Block today, and Joel has been teaching us his concept and ideas and sharing his expertise on money and finances, including his book. And I've talked about it before, but you can hear it again. Stop hustling gigs and start building a business. That's his book, and you can go and find it on Amazon.com. You can check him out on JoelBlock.com. And Joel, what is it that really stirs you going forward? What is it that you want to do in business, and where are you headed right now? Well, you know, first of all, uh, you know, I've been running my fund for a long time and, and I'm now retiring from, from running the fund and, and I'm going to be doing more keynote speaking for uh, corporations and audiences. I, you know, I really, listen, my goal is to demystify the money. Money is very confusing. It's very complicated. Uh, listen, I, I studied interest rates for a couple of years in college. I mean, I mean, it, it's complicated. You know, I, I get that. And then but it's something that everybody in the society has to deal with every day, whether you have, whether you have one minute of training or, uh, or 10 years worth. You know, we're all expected to deal with money. So I want to make sure that people have some rudimentary or fundamental understanding about money. There, you don't have to understand everything about it, but there are certain things about it that you know, really help you. And so among the things, things we've been talking about, you know, about how to, uh, you know how to think about things. You know, don't 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 have an opinion just because everybody tells you to. Uh, you know, think about some of these things. Think about what the big picture is. Ask questions like, "What's the impact of that?" 
or, you know, or just, just ask hard questions. You know, I ask when, when, when entrepreneurs call and ask me for money, I ask them hard questions. And a hard question is really a simple question uh, that is hard to answer. For example, if your business doesn't work out, what's the reason going to be? And, and they sit and they think about it for a minute and they tell you. <laughs> and guess what the first thing you need to work on is then? Is that particular topic. I mean, the answer gives you the roadmap for your own success. So you have to ask great questions. And, and these are the things uh, that insiders do. You know, I mean, I, I talk about when I speak to audiences, uh, I give them strategies to get the inside track. And, and I help them to really think about things. And the way you get on the inside of, of any situation is by asking hard questions. And, and maybe the thing we can finish up with here this morning is a concept that, uh, that always resonates as true, because it is true, and that is when it comes to money, everything's rigged. Everything is rigged when it comes to money, and that is just really the truth. What does that mean exactly? Well, what is rigged? There's always, you know, here's here's what it means. Um, He who uh, writes the rules rigs the rules, and so uh, Mm -hmm. the rules are are written by somebody. We don't always know who it is, but there are rules, and those rules dictate the outcome. So, for example. Uh, when you go to Las Vegas and you put money on a roulette table, you know uh, that you know that you're not going to win. Probably that the house is probably going to win. In fact, it's not called rigged in Las Vegas. It's actually we're so used to it, we just call it the house advantage. Uh, but mm-hmm. you don't know that there's a house advantage in every other thing that you do. So when you buy a ticket at an airline, they have a house advantage, and when you buy an insurance policy, they have a house advantage. No matter what you do. Uh, whoever is selling you the product or put the deal together has a house advantage. And if you don't understand what the house advantage is, then you are probably going to, uh, you know, be separated from your cash. And so you really need to understand that. And the more you understand it, and that's why my whole podcast is really all about, you know, getting the inside track. I mean, I ask entrepreneurs and other people, how do you get the inside track? What, what is the most successful people do, what's the trick to being successful in your business? And they, you know, they share that. And that's what, uh, what my podcast is all about uh, because I'm so, just fascinated at what the trick is that people use. But uh, the bottom line is that uh, when insurance companies write policies, uh, they write policies that favor themselves. They're not writing policies that favor the customer. They're favoring and protecting themselves. So, you know, you have to understand that when banks, uh, you know, issue checks or write checks or clear checks, they're, they're doing it. They're setting up rules that favor themselves. And so in other words, don't, don't, be, if you want. don't be fearful of this underlying system. Understand it. Well, know that's the game and get on to, with you it. Need to, right. The more you understand the system, the better off you are. Let me give you a quick example. I know we're short on time here, but um, this, this actually was such an egregious situation that the banks had to make a change. When you would write a check, and let's say you wrote, um, you had $100 in your bank account, you wrote one check for $80, and then you wrote, uh, you know, four checks or five checks for $20, you know, and you put them all in the bank at the same, and you know you're going to overdraw because you wrote more checks than you had money, and, and they clear all the checks miraculously, they all clear on the same day. Um, what order do they clear those checks? You know, how do they clear them? Well, uh, they don't clear them by the date you wrote them. Uh, they clear them, they take the biggest check first. Why? Because they suck all the money out of the account 
And then when they put the other checks through, they bounce all the other checks. And so it maximizes their NSF charges, their non-sufficient fund and the charges. And, and so banks made billions and billions of dollars on these NSF fees uh, because of how they had the computer sort the checks when they pushed them through. And it was terribly egregious. Just, it was just, so they wrote the rule that they were going to maximize their, uh, the way that they deposited checks. They could do whatever they want. They wrote the rule. So the government steps in and says, look, this is very egregious. You can't do this anymore. And so the banks uh, went back to their data department and they said, okay, let's do some research. Let's look into this. And they came back and they said, look, whatever hits the bank first, that's what we'll, we'll do. Well, what hits the bank first? It's all the electronic charges, like your mortgage, your car, your credit card payments, all your big ones uh, hit first anyway. And then the checks come through, the little checks. So uh, they still clear the big ones first. And, you know, but if you don't understand that, uh, you know, you really are susceptible to uh, falling prey to some problems. So, uh, you know, when I speak to audiences of consumers, of course, I tell them how to uh, protect themselves against what big companies do. When I speak to big companies, I tell them uh, that little, co- little consumers have a lot of power with social media. And you need to really think, are your policies fair and friendly to, you know, to consumers? Because if they're not, maybe you need to take a hard look at what you're doing. I think that's a wonderful way to approach it. And that's really a nice thing to hear, honestly, because people are scared today in some ways and they don't know where to turn for information. And people like yourself that see the world as let's cooperate and play nicely together because we all win if we do is what we need more of and i appreciate that example very much thank you you know i really well, appreciate you good. you coming today this has been you know just one step into a conversation that i could continue to have with you i appreciate it very much maybe you'll consider coming back sometime and speak to us again and yeah what i would love is each time i have someone on the show i ask them one question what makes your life brighter um, my family, you know, my, my kids, we, uh, we vacation together now that the kids are, are older and they live away. Uh, we get together, uh, at least a couple times a year and we go somewhere, take some big vacation, all of us together, kids, the significant others, everybody. And uh, that, that's, that's nice. really a, a highlight of, uh, of my life. Great, great. Well, there you have it, everybody. Joel Block, he is a financial expert, and he is a hedge fund manager. He's a professional speaker, and you can book him for keynote speaking. You can check him out at joelblock.com and get his book on Amazon, Stop Hustling Gigs and Start Building a Business. And don't forget to check out his podcast and his blogs. Thank you so much for coming, Joel. Thanks for being here today and educating us and sharing your expertise with us. Well, thanks for having me. All right, everybody, go jolly, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Go Jolly!
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.